Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. All right, here we are. A, uh, another Thursday night for you. And uh, another episode of Perfect in Love. And another fantastical, magical interview with another camp friend. Yep. So, Chrissy. Dykstra. Well, I wasn't going to. Yeah, Chrissy Dykstra, (laughs) the famous Chrissy. I was going to mask her last name just for security reasons. Chrissy D. You can't find her on Facebook. I just don't want all the fans from all of our listeners to track her down and make her life difficult. Hey, she is a recording artist, so she has things. She's she's a big deal. She has many leather-bound books. Her house smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, though, you're going to love the conversation we had with Chrissy. She has been a big part of the worship arts camp here at Bayshore Camp since the beginning. I believe she's been every single year. Since the beginning of time, just like us. Since the beginning of time, just like us. Uh, not the beginning of time. God created things. There were some huge reptiles. Something that destroyed the reptiles, Adam and Eve, and floods, and and whatever else. I wasn't expecting that. And and then us and Chrissy and Amy and the other OGs, the worship arts camp, something like that. Yeah. Um, Chrissy radiates the Holy Spirit. You from the moment you meet her, you can see that on her, which is super cool. Um, She is great at just using her talents to help um, other like-minded teens. Uh, she teaches music, and she leads worship, and she is just musical. But most of all, she really spends the whole week at camp trying to connect with kids and help them in their faith journey. Yeah, she's led several years. She's led a songwriting course or elective that has helped her bond with a lot of the kids through mm-hmm. their struggles and how to get those struggles on paper and how to make those lyrics match music. Like that, and that's a talent that she has and that she even teaches at home. She teaches guitar and vocal lessons and songwriting and stuff at home. So to have Chrissy actually, you know, um, give her talents for, for the week at worship arts camp, I think she's, she's very critical to the success of worship arts and what we've been able to do with it. Yeah, and I I completely agree with all of that. Like, that's a really fair assessment. Um, One of the things that I just, I think it's overshadowed and is super cool, and I'd say, like, just blessed with a lot of staff like this. Like, I immediately think of her, I think of Tammy, um, of people who it's like, oh, wow, yeah, Chrissy, she's a worship leader, and she teaches guitar and she teaches vocal and she knows all these cool stuff and she's super talented and she's got a dance move and she you know she's super nice um but what never gets talked about is like oh wow look chrissy during candy store time is just connecting at a deep level with this kid who's hurting and and just listening and learning all about that camper um and you know, Tammy being the the choral, uh, choral, choral, choir, choiral worship team leader. Worship team no. leader. <laughs> Glad we changed that. It's so much easier to say. Um, she was the choir director. 
she is, you know, that's what she's known for. But what I get excited about is seeing her talk just throughout the week with the kids and connect with them and just show them who Jesus is. Yeah. And it's so Mm -hmm. cool. I remember a couple of years ago, I'd have to look back in my pictures because, you know, everything blends for us now. Um, at the end of one of our worship services, Chrissy was one of the stations with communion. And mm-hmm. I remember Chrissy actually serving me communion. And that, whatever word, I don't even remember what she said. And it was like Chrissy and I know Tammy was there, but they were serving communion not just to the staff, but to the kids. And there was a bunch of different stations. But I remember whatever Chrissy said that night, I mean, she served communion to me and for her just being there for that monumental moment. Yeah. I've had communion before, but it's just one of those things that I remember at camp and being, you know, being there and having Chrissy be there with me. So it's, it's kind of cool to think about. It's a lot of cool memories. It's she's truly. And if I remember right from the interview, she talks about it. Um, she's just an example of how camp, you know, builds this, ultraverse you know different universe family that um, you just bond with and we've heard that across a few of the interviews and she's just another testament uh testimony to that and um so anyway i was just flipping through the old uh bible looking for something that i thought this makes me think of chrissy and i landed in ephesians and i think um, I, I just think she lives this really well. And so it's in Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to start in 2, um, verse 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, uh, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. Um, I just, I wasn't even going to read that far. I just love reading Ephesians. But in the, in the beginning of that, I just, um, Chrissy, well, on her exterior, her extrovertedness and socialism, uh, social butterfly Butterflyness. thank you that's yeah. the made-up word i was looking for um <laughs> <laughs> when she's on stage leading worship and things you know on the surface if you just met her you wouldn't think that screams humble but the way she lives her life and the way she is as you get to know her um, she's so great at that and that's just such a kind peaceful spirit that she shares yeah she mentioned in her interview when we talked to her that she something along the line of she prayed for us before we recorded with her and she respects how did she say that she respects our marriage or something along that line but really i think her and her husband ken together not just chrissy but her and ken together also like from what i've seen how i've seen them interact and their kids like we both had you've had justin in your cabin i had chelsea her their son you know son and daughter in our cabins and you can just see the entire family radiate faith and radiate their love of Jesus. And that that's really cool to see an entire family do that too. I agree. I think that's very well said. So good job out of you. It is cool to hear Chrissy say that, but like really, (laughs) 
her and Ken are uh, an example that, you know, shine for, for me at least. Let's be um, real. I mean, it was just fun to get the opportunity to talk to a celebrity like Chrissy. Yeah. You know, she's been to Hawaii. She has been to Hawaii. That's crazy. Um, she has fun videos on YouTube, too. <laughs> so you're gonna have to find those now as well as stay tuned to the rest of this episode to listen to what chrissy has to say and uh, then run out and register your children um, for camp because it's coming up soon it's like 40 days away before the first camp and then we're rolling all summer all sorts of cool stuff happening and i bet you if we get a new camper chrissy will like personally serenade them not marinate them Serenade them. Serenade them. She will not marinate them, she though. She will make them feel very welcome, and she will sing them a happy little song. Campers are friends, not food. <laughs> we have many camps at Bayshore. Cannibalism camp is not one of them. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> I, <laughs> on that note, I think we should pray, and then we should just let Chrissy uh, take it away, because she's got some great stuff. Okay. Father, thank you. Uh, thank you for the gift of laughter. Thank you for the opportunity to... Um, do this podcast with my wife. Thank you for the opportunity to make these relationships and connections with so many wonderful people and uh, just the opportunity to try and grow your kingdom, Lord, and to work for you. You don't need us, but you use us and we're grateful. Lord, I pray that anyone listening to this, that they they know you um, and they accept you and they understand what you've done and what you've gifted us with. But if they don't, Please, please, please just give them the courage to to reach out and reach after you through whatever means it needs to be. Um, use us. Use friends and family of theirs. Use your word, Lord, whatever it is. I just pray let them have the courage to take that step. Um, we pray health and safety over everyone listening. And we just ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, we're going to let Chrissy take it away. Uh, And other than that, have a wonderful night. Good night. All right, Chrissy. So how did you become involved with Bayshore Camp? Well, let's see. I think it was about, is it our 11th year of camp? This year or, or 12. It's like 11 or 12. Well, so like 11 to 12 years ago, um, I I was uh, serving on worship at my church with Amy, who is our camp dean. And, uh, you know, we had started a friendship. She was actually playing keys with my with my band, too, at my outside band. And um, she came to me one day and said, hey, I'm going to be doing this camp that's going to be kind of focused uh, for high school kids for uh, worship and around worship and arts and I'd love you to join and come, you know, be on the worship team and just teach a couple things because I'm a music teacher as well. And I was like, Hmm, that sounds like something I would love because I just uh, love youth and love teaching. So I prayed about it and was like, okay, we have a piece, let's go forward. And so that's, that's really how it all started was that very first that very first exciting year. We all remember that first year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, were you, you know, tell me about how you felt coming in. Were you nervous, excited? You, what kind of expectations did you have? 
you know, I, I was, I think my overall um, feeling was uh, excitement. Um, just because again, I just, I love kids. I love camp, the idea of camp. I grew up going to camp and, um, and obviously I love worship and, and of course I love, I love God. So all those things kind of together, it was, um, an excitement, but I think there was definitely under, underneath the surface of that excitement was, I have no idea how we're going to pull this off because we, you know, it was like, there was real, no solid roadmap. I mean, you guys were there. So, um, there, there's a bit of, uh, you know, there's a a bit of trepidation when you don't really have a strong roadmap and really the biggest roadmap we had was the Holy spirit. Like (laughs) was like, okay, God, you're going to do something. And I guess I'm going to just jump that wave and then, Let's see where you take it and you have to kind of let go a little, let go, let God, that whole thing. And, um, and so I think in that there's a little bit of a, you know, it it can be difficult for a person who likes to have structure, likes to have a plan, that kind of thing. So uh, there was some surrendering that had to happen for sure. (laughs) But it was awesome. So it was awesome. Like, at least I, I can say it was awesome at the end of the week when we're like, oh, wow, it happened. It happened. <laughs> wow. How did that even? Whew. How did we pull that off? <laughs> How did we pull that off? <laughs> yeah. Man, I'll, never, I'll never forget, Ken. I think you designed the, the, back, the backdrop for that week yeah. and, and the T-shirt. Did, uh, no, Amy did the T-shirt. No, Amy did the And I then did, you did the backdrop. Yeah, and I made the non-musician mistake of actually – putting the guitar on the backdrop upside down. Oh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> Didn't matter. It was super cute. I loved it. I loved it. I'll, I'll not forget that. <laughs> you know, I, that's the first I noticed or heard about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, which just is really a testament to, like, how crazy that week was because we were all playing, like, seven different mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. So they're like every time, <laughs> every time that first year comes up, there is literally like literally every time there is something new that I'm like, oh wow! I, I <laughs> oh, I mean, I yes, happened. it was funny. I mean, well, one, I mean, we had a sound system that was like, you know, there was like, there was like home sound speakers going on in that sound system, and and I mean, I was both the electric and the acoustic guitar player for the for the worship team so sometimes it'd be like "Ooh, this song needs an acoustic guitar and then other times it's like "Ooh, it sure could use an electric guitar and kind of jumping back and forth between them and poor holly and in that drum cage that we created yeah (laughs) that poor girl she was back there just sweating beads because she was locked in this box with a drum kit but it it man it it worked and that was the launch so it was what you know god god had his purposes that was the way it was supposed to be mm-hmm. i often think of that week and you know like i don't know what the first flight was with the wright brothers on their plane like how they felt about it and what it was like <laughs> i feel like that's the closest we'll ever feel to being like i'm pretty certain we're gonna crash and this is gonna be terrible but <laughs> wow, it's <exciting>. yeah <laughs> But wow, you know, yes, exactly. We 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 have some total chances of crashing and burning, but at the same time, I wouldn't trade it for a million dollars. 
I really honestly wouldn't. And I mean, a million dollars would be really nice to have. I'm not going to lie. I would uh, like a million dollars, but I would and still be happy, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so awesome. are there any particular like moments or people that stick out to you in the, um, in that first year? Golly, that first year, um, obviously my sister, uh, Amy, you know, just, I, we, you know, it was like, we, we honestly did have a bit of a plan, but it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, super locked in, but I was just, I was really amazingly proud of her. I think our friendship grew a lot that, that week, just me watching her, uh, really step into all bunch of hats, you know, um, that was that I grew my, 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 uh, adoration uh, of her, you know, grew that first year. Definitely. I was really thankful for her invitation for me to come. Um, <clears throat> also, I got to say, we met Alicia that very first year and, yeah. um, and, you know, obviously that was a life changer right there. I love that girl and she's changed camp. She's, she's added the Alicia touch to camp and her, encouraging heart and her spirit filled life I mean I I just can't imagine camp without her so that was beautiful and and so many others that were like those first year campers that are now like a part of our team a part of our like prayer team and a part of our team that comes and you know gives their week up so there was just so and of course you guys I mean I love you guys I I truly I'm truly thankful for you. You, uh, you're, you're, you're a beautiful couple to me. Um, both of you, you've, you've, you've loved my kids. You've influenced my kids. Um, I, I just, I just cannot be, um, I cannot express how thankful I am for you guys in my, in my life. And that God brought you into my life. I don't often get to see somebody say that I influenced their kids with that smile on their face. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you really talk about <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, oh yeah. So you said you you grew up going to camp. What was what was your experience with that? And like how do you did you relate at all once you got to Bay Shore or was it completely different from what you expected? No, actually, um I related in some small ways and in other ways really big. Um like the camp I grew up going to uh, was in Ohio and it was a pretty fairly large camp. Um, And it was just, but it was awesome. It was a camp that I always looked forward to every summer I would go. And I, I knew it would be a place I would go where God would reveal something to me, something I needed to work on. And I almost went with like that anticipation of what is God going to kind of speak to me about this week and so camp going to camp uh there was like always growth spiritual movement for me going to camp um and also it's just super fun because I'm a hot I like I'm an extrovert I'm a people person so going to camp when I grew up it was just it was a lot of music because we had it was it was like music and arts and and sports and all the other things um all mixed into one kind of think about like beige or all the camps that they offer, but they like mix it all into one week. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's together for worship and everybody's together for the teaching. Um, and so I was all about 
worship and music the whole week and I loved it. So in that way, my growing up camp experience definitely translates to Bayshore um, with some of the same emotional kind of like charges of like, I am, ex I'm like fully expecting God to do some mm -hmm. changing and not just with my campers, not just with the campers that come in. I'm fully expecting the Holy Spirit to do some changing in my heart. And I still come to camp that same way. Just like, God, what do you have for me? Because um, sometimes you go, you have some things you got to, God knows he, he needs to break in you. And camp's a great place. You're, you give up your cell phone. You give up all of those things that kind of always take your mind, your work, your the stress of kind of daily life. And you're going and you're just like the kids. You're surrendered at this time where every morning to night you have a focus, you have some time. And um, so I, I really do seriously come into camp uh, at, at Bayshore, very similar to how I came to camp when I was a, a teenager, kind of expectant. Um, and then just to top it off, I just, I love um, worshiping with young people. I mean, I, I love how we together have this time that just is uh, explosive time of worship and glorifying God. It's, it's beautiful. It's like a little taste of heaven, mm -hmm. like right now. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very similar. And, um, you know, for, for everyone else that's going to listen to this, I can say, you know, in addition to just knowing your heart, how sincere you are. And so if you say those things, I'd believe them anyway. But the just the fact that you don't miss like you, you trusted Amy and you came that first year and that first year was crazy. But then you've been back every year since and you've come to other conferences and things. And, and so you really, you know, you've made Bayshore a part of your life. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's just so cool. Like that, that speaks so loudly um, as to your, you know, your desire to, you know, kind of live in that space with the Holy Spirit and you come and you expect that to happen here. And so the fact that you keep coming back, that's so cool. Um, ah, thanks. So, you know, we know that camp has changed over the, I think I counted 11 years while we were talking, um, that yeah. we've been doing worship arts. What have been some of your, your favorite things that you've watched develop or change? Wow, yeah. Um... I think obviously just every year, uh, the one of one of the biggest things that I think develops every year that you you can't pay for, you can't work for it, you can't plan for it, um, you can't develop it in a meeting, um, is camaraderie and fellowship mm -hmm. and community, because one of the reasons why I come back each year is my camp family, you guys, yeah. uh, so many others that live on the east side of the state. <laughs> and then we have a handful from the west side of the state. And yet I very much look at you as like a, like a church, like a community of Christ. Like uh, we have a job together and, you know, one's a finger and one's a big toe, but we all are community. And I think that's something that I see grow every year, like this beautiful uh, family and connection as a team that work a ministry team that has a, a goal. And I love that. I, I, I think it grows every year and I love it. Um, some of the other things I've seen develop that I think are awesome is I love Alicia, how she's walked into the, 
to the dance portion and grown that to where it is now. I think that's so beautiful because that brings a whole different group yeah. of teens to our camp. Yeah, you know, just, just because of dance. Yeah, just because Crazy. of dance. It's it's awesome. And and then Vanessa stepping into the art and kind of developing that. And I mean, my very own, you know, my son really connected with the art. That was something that for him was a true expression that really helped him to just slow down his mind and and um, take in some of the things that God might have for him for the week. And art can be that. It's a beautiful act of worship. So kind of developing the art. And then just, uh, I think, overall to just developing um, the, like, kind of like the camp uh um, game plan, like what we do every year. And then when we kind of soak in it and we, we repeat some of the same things, but it just, because it kind of just gets better. It, it really, we, we like do it for the week and we go next year, we're going to tweak that, take that away, add this. And I do think that the actual overall program, even um, just every year is, is, uh, you know, just a tad bit more, you know, together and beautiful. And um, I love being a part of that. So it's, it's like a privilege. It's a joy. I appreciate that. What, mm -hmm. um, if you think over the like 11, 10, 10 years, this will be 11. Um, Outside of Alicia, because we all love Alicia and she's great. But like, <laughs> is there any particular moments with um, campers that really just stand out to you that let you know that we're, you know, we're on the right track or that mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit really is here and it's really moving? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I actually was just reminiscing with somebody, uh, you know, that has their their child come to camp just the other day and um, reminiscing about the different um, young people or campers over the years that just my my personal after kind of service time with them, like where we go and we pray, we just talk about what, what God's breaking in them and what questions they have. Um, and I will never forget each and every one of those. Like I, each one, I remember the little, I remember the little ca catchphrases, like one, one student, the catchphrase was, good morning, Jesus. And the idea was, um, it's not, it's not about perfection. It's not about living a daily life with, with all perfection. It's about a relationship and God simply just wants you to talk to him and just say, uh, good morning, Jesus. And this, this is where I'm at. And, and, you know, read some scripture and then let that scripture soak into you and let it kind of, you meditate on it, let it transform your mind. And when I think about the different students that, and campers, you know, uh, I walk around and I just pray after the evening service and God lays it on my heart to go talk to somebody. And in that, in that moment, it's just the Holy spirit doing what he's doing. And then it's almost just like, um, like allow me to cultivate it. Just allow me to help in some way, whatever seed you're, you're growing in that camper right now, give me the word, give me the scripture you know, the scripture that, 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 that student might need to hear. Cause for me, when I was their age, I'll never forget when God, uh, like used a, a difficult thing or something that I was challenged with at that time. And he gave me a scripture 
John 14, 1, do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God, trust, uh, trust in God, trust in, it was like red edition. It was trust in me. And it was Jesus actually speaking those words, red edition. And I just remember, oh, I just remember actually getting on my knees and, and thinking, I needed that. I really need to hear that word. So at camp, I prayed for those opportunities. Give me a word. Give me a scripture. Give, allow me to have the wisdom to speak what this kid really um, needs to hear from you. And uh, that's a highlight. That's one of the reasons why I come back to camp. And I'm being completely honest. The stress of camp, the work it takes before camp, even the process it takes after camp is very difficult for me. Yeah. And um, and it takes a lot of time away from my family, away from my, you know, away from my life. Um, if it were just based on that, it would be hard to return every week. But that is so not the the, the driving force it is those moments when it's truly like that this is an opportunity and i can step into this opportunity and hopefully like allow this seed that god is kind of digging down into a camper's heart to just sprout up a little bit and i want to be there i do not want to miss that um and it brings me back every year that is probably the really probably the number one thing that does at least for right now if god god's will be bring me back so. cool. all right so one last question um uh -huh. so one of the things that um, we're kind of discovering overall as a camp not just specific to worship arts and it seems to be getting discovered across you know the entire camping industry i don't know what you'd call it or but you know across the country um hmm as we've kind of went through the recent years with the pandemic and, and, you know, different uh, shootings and, and all, all the things that are just happening in our world right now, um, there, there's a growing apprehension um, from some parents about sending their kids out to overnight camp and to places like that. Um, you know, as a parent, as an invested person in, in camping and, and in this experience, if you're talking to a prospective parent or a camper, how would you address those those concerns? Yeah, I first of all, I just say, you know, I totally understand those con those concerns. I I hundred percent get it as a parent. I get it, um, but I think this is how I would, um, you know, speak into that. Um, first and foremost, as a parent, I sent my kids, both my kids, to Bayshore. Um, and I, I, I don't even know quite how to put it in words without some tears um, flying down my cheeks right now. Um, it changed them. It helped them. It grew them. Um, and not just spiritual ways. So many ways it grew them. It grew, it grew them in relationship. It grew them in their relationship with God and with people. It built friendships. It built confidence. Um, in so many areas that they needed and God used camp because camp is just 
a time of elimination. Uh, people are always talking about eliminations, diets, you know, whole 30, let's take yeah. out all the stuff and let's only add in protein and, you know, good protein and like, you know, vegetables. And camp is an, it's an elimination diet for your teenagers. And when you send them to camp, they're safe. They are safe. Nobody's coming in that place. And I'm telling you what is like a bunch of mama bears there too. And papa bears, it's, they are watched over. Uh, they're loved. They're deeply seen. And when they step into camp, they're going to have a lot of elimination. Elimination from their phones, from all the social media that is part of the hugest problem that these kids are struggling with. They're, they're eliminated from their friend groups. A lot of times the friends that might pull them places that parents don't want them to go. Um, they're eliminated from like the ability to just have whatever they want whenever they want like I want this I want this tv program I want to binge on this um, and everything is eliminated and the things that are put back are things that are truly good they're truly um, good for them um, fun laughter uh, some good camp food some tater tot casserole that kills it um <laughs> And, uh, you know, other things that are added are uh, music that is just like a healing element. And then some great truth from the word, things that can impact their life forever. Like my camp experience as a teen affected my forever, my whole life sitting here, sitting here as an adult, as an adult person camp, those camp experiences shaped me. They changed a lot of me. Um, so I would encourage those parents to kind of, to say, I'm going to let go of fear in this situation because I'm going to trust that uh, this week of elimination and this week of like filling in uh, with some so many other beautiful things um, is going to be perfect for my child. And um, just kind of stepping in and speaking into it as a mom, um, I'm sure thankful I did because um, my daughter, my daughter could definitely sit here and testify the nights at camp that she made some very big decisions that life-changing big decisions. Kim had a part of a lot of those big decisions and, and so did Laura and so did Amy and so did so many other of the counselors. Cause when I kind of regroup and go back to, there's a whole bunch of mama bear, papa bears that will just lay down their time, uh, and put a priority on your on your on your student on your kid uh, for the week. It's true, and uh, a camp camp's a great and safe place to be.